everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the PS Podcast. I'm your host, Wensi, and today I will be sharing something that's a bit personal, but also not a bit secret, which is how I came back to my first love, which is God, and how I came to know God. Um, why I chose to leave my church community a few years back, and why I came back again. So, for those who don't know, I am the first Christian in my family. I came to know about this whole Christianity thing about God when I was in secondary two. So, um, I don't really have friends that are Christians, but I get to know about church and the church community through. Uh, outreach. So outreach is what we call like um people who reach out to you to share about the gospel. But they didn't really you know stand there and share to me about Jesus. But they did. What they did was they actually invited me to their church, church, church service, church, <laughs> church service, and I was impressed honestly because my idea of Church and of course, Christianity was very solemn, formal, and it's like wooden benches. You know those um family churches, uh in on westernized churches in in the villages of the western country. So that's my idea of churches back then. Yeah. So when I first entered into Nexus Auditorium at Orchard. I think it was at this place called Concord. If I'm not wrong, um, it was very new to me because it felt like it was a party. Yeah, and it's so interesting. And obviously, the people there were really very hospitable. They were so warm, and I was so la. So I I decided to say the sinner's prayer, and accepted God in my life. So throughout that whole um season, my parents, my mom didn't. Know that I was a Christian, and um, it was very funny because right then I keep telling her that I'm going for my floorball CCA, and she was. I'm pretty sure she was be thinking like, why does she have CCA on Saturday and it can go from like as early from 11 a.m. to um 7 p.m. or even 10 p.m. that that time. And obviously, when you're in secondary school, like lower sec, going home after 6 p.m. is a huge no-go. Yeah, and I remember how she always um, call my leader, which I say is my teacher. <laughs> that like, oh, why is Ozzy always home so late? She better come home now, that kind of thing. So I felt like my leader had to endure many stress in in her life through my mom also. Yeah, so um. Afterwards, um, things happen because I was obviously there for a community, right? And when my community start falling apart because the people I was around with, they were older than me, so they were a couple of years older than me, and they had to take their O levels. And you know how the school and of course your parents would always emphasize like how O levels are so important. You cannot fail it. You must really spend your years. Or days or months studying for O levels, so that's how people kind of fall away. They prioritize studies and stop coming for church activities. So for me, I couldn't really grasp like why I start to have friends 
losing and falling away from my life and that kind of caused me to feel very hurt lah and I on, on top of that I took out a part-time job in McDonald's so if you want to hear why I started working in McDonald's please go to my previous podcast and with that additional commitment I felt that church commitment wasn't that interesting or exciting anymore yeah so that was one of it so eventually I started to fall away and another thing was that in church uh, it's really advisable not to get into a relationship when you are very young which I really understood the reasoning now but when I was 15 uh, a guy was pursuing me and like I also like the guy so I asked my leader can I get together with this guy and it was a straight no there wasn't any explanation so I felt very I felt like I was very constrained yeah in my mind I remember I was asking myself like I never even asked my mom if I can get into a relationship but I asked you because I respect you and then I got a no <laughs> and I felt very upset yeah because I really didn't understand why lah so um, that kind of just made me feel like church is super controlling you know so I kind of left church community for five years but God really was evident in that whole five years I knew that I still believe in God there was no way that God is unreal you know so in that five years despite getting into relationships two relationships and it sounds so weird to say relationships but we are relationships and um I still pray to God I especially during O levels like my exam period I'll pray uh, when I was in a relationship I remember praying to God as well asking him for help because I know that he will be there to help me and be there to heal me so technically church helped me to build my foundation in my spiritual life so thank you Lord for that um, and then I remember that when I had I, when I was at this crossroad when I kind of have to broke up with my boyfriend back then my ex-boyfriend I remember asking God for, for wisdom I remember um, asking God like can you forgive me for whatever I've done and that was a very big turning point for me because that's when I realised that there is really no greater love than God yeah and it was also that season that he was so evident um, because that was the year when I was in poly that was my first year in poly and suddenly my friends around me were Christians Gina one of my close friends um, she's, she, she's a Christian and I remember while I was doing project with her she was playing this song called From the Inside Out and that was a song that struck a very big chord within me because I remember that was a song that was played during service once when I was in service back when I was in secondary school and that song really touches my heart a lot so when Gina played that song I was so surprised and I I think I hummed to the music and Gina was like do you know this song like like how do you know this song so I began explaining to her that hey you know I used to go to church and kind of thing and that kind of started my whole journey of I want to go back to God yeah but I did explicitly say it out but in my heart it was like I want to go back to God yeah so um, afterwards I began to listen to more worship songs on my own uh, Quiet Time was a very big 
thing that was being emphasized during my years in secondary school. So I felt that getting back to God was through quiet time. So I decided to do devotions on my own. There was a very huge thing that I used when I was in poly, which is called Tumblr. I don't know if they are existing now, but Tumblr was my um, go-to devotions platform because they have a lot of daily devotions. If you follow the right blog account, and I do my devotions there daily, and there comes a point whereby uh, when I broke up with my boyfriend, I was honestly very depressed. I was upset, even though I was the one who initiated the breakup. I felt a sense of loss and there is no dependency anymore because I always rely on my boyfriend, right? So I felt like I was very lost, unloved, unwanted. And that was a very real feeling and that leads me to wanting to end my life even though I knew God. And uh, I remember I was in the bathroom around like 3am in the morning. It was so, it was a very odd hour. So... I remember I was holding the knife and I wanted to, you know, just, you know, just end things. Funnily, I was crying there with like running water for quite a while. And my mom, who usually would be asleep at that hour, maybe she heard my commotion or maybe she felt something tugging her heart. She suddenly woke up and come to the bathroom and asked me what's wrong. And that was so surprising because I know my mom that even though she wake up, she won't really go out and check check me up, that kind of thing. She would just leave me to be. But that particular day, she really checked me up. And looking back, I felt like it wasn't just her, but it was God asking her to, perhaps asking her to like, hey, go and check up your daughter in the bathroom crying. Yeah, and... That was a whole turning point for me as well because I felt that um, God really sees me. God is our um, Elroy. He he's the God who sees la. And that whole um, after that whole night, I felt like I really needed to go back to church. I cannot just live this whole spiritual life on my own because no one is born to be a spiritual orphan. That was one thing that was very ingrained in me when I was. In church when during my, my secondary school days, I remember my previous leaders telling me like, if you come to know God, you are no longer an orphan, you are no longer a spiritual orphan because you have a heavenly father and you have a church, you have a community and these people are your family. So I felt like there was such a huge need to go back to church. So I decided to ask my another friend to... um bring me back to church so that time she brought me back to City Harvest uh, the church community was so warm they were really friendly but I felt like that wasn't the right place for me to grow and I decided to go back to Hope Church yes that was a church community that I received hurts because of the people falling away but I felt like that was the place that God wants me to go back and reconcile yeah and I remember during that whole process of finding which church to go back to, rediscovering myself in this spiritual journey, one thing that God really put into my heart was that there is always a cross-shaped void in everyone's heart and no one else but only God can fill it up. 
really there's no one else but God who fill it up. After that relationship with my ex, I was de- depressed, right? I mentioned before, and I began searching for love everywhere else. And I remember going out on dates, on flings, with guys to feel like I'm wanted, I'm loved. There's someone accompanying my nights, that kind of thing, like like having dinner, that kind of thing. So I felt like it was just me searching for love at a very very different places. But God is really someone that desires for me to go back to Him, and I really see how uh, many times when I challenge God, if you are real, can you do this? Can you do that? He really did it all. Uh, there was once when I was still trying to test if I should go back to church. <laughs> so funny, eh? like testing God, you know. I I asked God like, okay, if I can speak in tongues, then uh, I will go back to know you. Because I was baptized with the Holy Spirit um, when I was in secondary school. And I didn't speak in tongues for full five to six years. So I wanted to use it as my testing ground, you know. So I... Decided to just spend an afternoon uh, praying and I just tested if I could speak in tongues and I did la. So I was like, oh my god, yes Lord, you are so real. That kind of thing. Yeah, and during that time, I had a lot of dreams. I'm someone that I believe a lot in dreams in a sense whereby I believe that some dreams are a reflection of myself my current stage in life where whereas some dreams are dreams whereby um, it is a vision from God lah. yeah so funnily before I chose to leave church I actually had a dream that is very odd but I can still remember it so vividly until now that dream was a dream in heaven with God and God being such a hospitable man, <laughs> hospitable God, he was bringing me around to like, to like tour heaven lah. So, um, in heaven, in my dream, there were a lot of beautiful and colorful houses, and I remember like every house has a different color because it reflects the person's character. It reflects the person's uniqueness in Christ. And I remember God was just leading me through the different houses and we stopped by this particular house and it's so colourful and in my heart, I knew that that was my house. Yeah, that was my house because I felt I felt that, you know, that was very feeling space but I felt that and outside the house, it was white, like everywhere else was white, kind of like snow but it wasn't snow and there was this plague that was written my name on it. Um, I don't. I forget what was the content, but I remember what comes afterwards was my name was written on it. It was covered with dust, and God was like, "Hey, blow, blow, blow the dust away!" And I blew the dust away, and ah, and and it was made of gold, like the plate was made of gold, and there it was written my name on it, like one thing. Yeah, and. I was like, what was that? And God didn't reply me lah. So I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> but looking back, it brings a lot of 
understanding and um, interpretation for me because I felt like it was God telling me that hey um, you will be like the dust like you will kind of be covered because you won't like acknowledge me for five years but when you come back you will see that your position in his heart in God's heart is always there and me blowing away the dust is like saying goodbye to my old life kind kinds of reinstate my position in God which has never changed which is my identity as his child that I am his beloved and after coming back to God I was reminded of this vision again after reading John chapter 14 verse 2 and I want to read to you guys and it says um, in my father's house are many rooms if it were not so would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come back and welcome you in my presence so that you also be where I am and that is so true to me because in that vision I had there were many rooms there were so many houses and Jesus were going to earth preparing um, all the places and going to heaven and preparing all the rooms that were made for us because we are God's children and that was a very strong belief for me that God already has his plans for me and even though he knew that I was going to turn my eyes away from him he still waited for me patiently in my own time in his own time to come back to him and I thought that hey that was really God lah. and that really builds a lot of conviction and helps me to strengthen my faith in Christ yeah I'm I'm, I'm very I'm tearing up because I'm like I'm feeling that oh my god it's really timely even now and I can't believe that hey you know um wow like hey god you really did so much for me as I recount all these blessings yeah so sorry just give me a while as I calm to cool <laughs> yeah but um so that was like how I came back to my first love. I approached one of my friends whom I outreached to Hope Church and she was still back in Hope Church that time. So I asked her, hey, could you bring me back to God? And ta-da, I, I'm back in Hope Church. Um, and I know one thing that for me, why I decided to come back to Hope Church was that I don't want to go back to a place whereby it's just for friends. But I want to go back to a church just for God alone and that really helps me to know why I do what I do why do I go back to church sorry I just burp <laughs> oops <laughs> like why I go back to church that kind of thing and um, yeah it grounds my faith a lot and I know that if I didn't backslide last time I wouldn't be someone who has a strong conviction about God who witnessed the reality of God on earth 
Yeah, so I am really thankful for God. I'm real, also really thankful for the community that God has placed us to around me lah, who leads me back to Him. So, whoever you are, um, thank you for playing so much, playing playing a huge part in my spiritual journey. My past shepherds, leaders, friends who lead me back to God. I think that. You guys are really people God has placed in my life to bring me back to Him, and I am really eternally grateful because without you guys, I really wouldn't come back to God. And of course, my ex also. This is so odd. I'm giving like a Thanksgiving speech, but I think without that whole relationship falling apart, I wouldn't have come back to my first love, the greatest love that's ever known. And I would also love to hear. Um, Your testimonies, how you came back to God, how you come to know God. So please share with me if you guys are keen. Uh, you can you know find me on Instagram or you know just leave a comment on any post I I posted up on Instagram. I really love to hear. So yes, I will share more about my Christian faith in the future episodes. And I'll see you guys soon. All right, I'll see you and hear you guys soon. All right, bye, bye.